All right, so today's daf is daf Samach Beis, page 62, in the Hilligit Meseches Ksubis. And we pick up from the very top word on the top line of today's daf. So we learned the Mishnah that there's a chiyavayna, there's an obligation for a uh, husband and wife to be together, depending on the occupation and availability. There is a minimal amount of chiyavayna, there's no maximum, there's a minimum amount of chiyavayna. And sometimes you're permitted to be away longer from home when the wife says it's allowed. When the wife says she agrees that the, that the husband limits his mitzvah's aina. Now says the Gemara to start out today's daf. <laughs> Beautiful. Rabarn sitting at the game listening to daf. Orcha de Why not? Absolutely. Completely maska. Completely maska. Ay, gavalt. Orcha de Milsakama. Bring tire everywhere. How long should you leave? Now, this is a beautiful question because, kind of like the jokes we were saying before we started today's daf, right? You know, there's a different vocabulary for women and men. When a husband asks a wife if something, if he could do something, and she says, fine, that means I dare you. That's a dare. All right, that's what fine in women's language means. So a husband asks his wife, could he leave town for a little bit? And she says, fine. Says the Gemara, Orcha de Milsa Kama. Lamaisa, how long is your wife agreeing for you to be away? Amarav, Rav says, Chaydish Khan, Vachaydish Rabayas. A month away, a month at home. Whenever there is a separation, those who come, the yaitzas and leave, a month to month, for all the months of the year. Okay. This is those who came to serve David HaMelech. They would come, work for a month and leave a month. Rabbi says, no. It's not a month home and a month away, if you got permission. Rather, it's one month away, steigen and learning. And two months at home. This is when they came to build the base. Amikdash, Shlomo Melech hired many, 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 many workers. So they would come and they would work hard for an accepted amount of time. So what did they do? They would come and work for a month and then go home for two months. Fine. So Machlaikas, yeah, if, if your wife says fine, what is, you know, you have to assume that she's not uh, a million percent into this, even though she's saying it's okay. Um, so is it, it's a month, or it's a month for a month, or it's a month away with two months at home. Says the Gemara, Nami, my Why do you have machlekes? Classic tennis question, right? Go back and forth. One has a proof for one month here, two months home. The other one has a proof for one month away and one month home. So Why, why doesn't he use Rabbi Yechanan's story of of Shlomei Hamelach? He says, Shiny binya beisamikdash tevshay deachirim. Basemikdash, you were able to be home for two months because it's, it was possible to be built right there here. I mean, you, you want to take part in the midst of building the Basemikdash. So you go work for a month. But after that, you're home for two months. Let somebody else do it. Listen to this. What, what's the understanding of this? What's the diuk? When it comes to Lima no Taira, hey, nobody else can learn Taira for you. Taira changes a person. You don't have somebody else doing it for you. Therefore, you're Mechoyev to go back sooner. You're mochayv to go back to yeshiva. In yeshiva, back home. Back to yeshiva a month later. You're not staying home for two months. Rabbi Yechon, in my time, he said, Rabbi Yechon, said you stay home for two months. Right? What's wrong with his, uh, what's wrong with Rav's pasuk of a month for a month? 
And the Gemara Shani Hasam the Islay Harvach. He says like this: When he went to work for David Amalek, he made a lot of money. A woman is more willing; she's more naita to allow her husband to be away if he's earning a nice profit and he's going to buy her a, a nice zach before he comes home. So there, that's where we say she's fine with you being away for a month and home for a month, away for a month and home for a month. But when you go off to yeshiva, the gain is not so noticeable in this world. That's the reality. Say what you want about the beauty of Limud Atayra, and it is, and it's more, we, we, we could quote all the psukim here, the bottom line is, as far as the viber sitting at home alone, telling her, oh, the tremendous chosim you have, it's true, but she needs her husband too. She needs her husband too, and, and therefore, says Rav, he's mukhiv to be home a month for a month. I'll tell you a quick maisa with my brother-in-law, Rabbi Yaakov Friedman, who's a reshiva in Eretz oh. He has yeshiva in Beitar. So, there you go. So, he has a... Uh, he, had, he had a Talmud who came from a very well, you know, well-off family, and they bought the, their kids, young family, a, a apartment in Beitar. And uh, this guy, Mamash, was a shtag, you know, shtagos. He sat, sat and learned the whole time. And the wife, at some point, came to, to uh, my brother-in-law and said that she, she needs her husband home. She needs help. She needs help. She needs help. They, they now have a few young pitzalach, a few young uh, mazikim running around the house, and she needs her husband home. So he calls in the husband. Calls in his Talmud. He says, "You know, you shiv a little too much." She so says, "He says, it's fine. I'll get her a nanny. She needs help with my kids. I'll get her a nanny." My brother tells him, "She doesn't need a nanny. She needs you. She needs to know that you're home. It's not you. You can't just buy it with money. It's not the way it works." So there's a, with, it was yet different yesterday with the with the with the Arba maid servants. It was different yesterday, right? Okay, but. But uh, over there, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Uh, they knew going into the marriage that she's coming in with a maidservant, the two maidservants over, over here. You know, uh, you know what you're doing going into Kyle. You don't know exactly what you're in for. Okay, you try. But the idea over here is, says Rav, shiny husband, she knows that she's gaining a lot by her husband being Nishiva. says Rav, you got you, you, you to be home a little more often than, uh, than otherwise. Two, by the way, both of them are mamish grecht. <laughs> Rav and Rebbechanan's approaches are both obviously MS Lamita. We've got to take these two ideas home with us. Right? But how it plays out, Lemaisa and Halacha is going to be a machlekes. Here we go. Omar Rav. Rav says, Anacha Sheveres Chatzigubashodom. Tekrechts. Tekvetch. Breaks. Ah. Half a body of a person. And you, Ben Odom, Ha'onach. When you give a krechts. You break your loins over and with your bitterness, you you groan, you sigh. says, No, Rav says it breaks half the body of a person. Birchan says it breaks your entire body. When you're going to say, Oh, what are you fetching about? You'll say, Because I'm a yid. No. You'll say, You know that joke? Uh, the, uh, uh, a waitress comes over to a table with four Jewish women sitting there, and she says, is anything okay? Okay. El Shmua. And and Vamarta you will say, El Shmua, this news that we heard, Kiba'a, that is coming, Vinames Kalev, and the hearts melt, Verafu Koyadayim, and the hands loosen up, they lose their strength. Vichyasa, and when you groan, Ko Rucha Vikobrachim Tachlanamaim. So therefore you see Satan, the whole body breaks. From a kvetch. All right, so now let's get into the machlekes. Rabbi Yechananami hoksib b'shiver masayim. Rav says it breaks half the body. He brings his proof. Rabbi Yechananami breaks the whole body. Bring his proof. What does Rabbi Yechananami have a problem with Rav's pasuk? Ha'hi 
He says, you know what it means with, when the loins break? It means when your whole body starts to break down, it starts with that area when you quetch. But it's not limited to half the body. When you hear about the Beis Amikdash, that breaks the whole body. Interestingly, we're about to quote a story that says the opposite. But Abulamaiza, you see, when there's times when Yidin who are really zoned in, really tuned in, and you hear the, the, the breaking and you come to a Tishabov or whatever it is where you're focusing in, yeah, that, that sighing could, could Mamish break apart, uh, break apart a Yid. Listen to this Maisa. There was a guy and a yid walking together on the road. hand in hand. and the avikachavim could not find the to keep up. The yid was walking too fast. He's walking too fast for him. The yid was more athletic over here. So the guy reminded him of Khorban Besamikdash. The guy said, oh, remember your temple was destroyed. He's trying to slow him down, break his body. Yeah, he's, try, he's trying, to, trying to break his body over here, slow him down, take away his kaiches, because he wants to keep up with him. So Nogid the Isnach. So the Yirai Besam Miktashoyve Nogid, he gave a Knechts, the Isnach, and he started from the word Noyach. He started to uh, uh, calm down. No, he started to slow down. Um and the guy still couldn't keep up. Omar Leis, he says to him, I don't understand. Lavam Risu, don't they say, Anacha, kvetching, groaning, Shaveres, Chatsi Gufa, Shaladam breaks half the body of a person? How do you keep up like this? This is Meshuga. I mean, I don't know how you walk it so fast. You got long legs. What's happening here? Omar Leis, he says, that's when you hear Nunus. But. Unfortunately, when I hear about the base of Mikdash, it doesn't break my it doesn't break my body. It's old news, he says. To Amri Inchi, as people say, and how true this is. And you know what? This is something which you gotta work on for better or for worse. As people say, the Malfe Tachle Loiboasa, a person the Mahle Tachle literally means a woman who lost the child, Loibasa doesn't break from another child being lost when she has to bury Another kid. Once you experience something in your life, you're trained, your, your, your brain learns a coping mechanism. It creates a coping mechanism for it. Now, as Reb Chaim Shmuel Levitt says, Hergel, habit, is the number one impediment to godless. Because, to, to achieving greatness. Because the way the Rabbanishada made it is that once you do something, it becomes more, more habitual for me, so it loses a lot of its meaning for better and for worse. Sometimes it makes it easier, but sometimes, so you don't, that same geschmack I had when I first started putting on my tefillin, when I first wore my talis, when I first put this on, it's habit gets in the way. It's as geschmack as today, as by my bar mitzvah, or the first time I put on tefillin, it's a mitzvah. So that's a new avayda. The avayda is to keep it fresh. To keep it exciting and, and to and to not only t- with feeling but to learn to learn more about it. You got to make it. You got to get deeper in it. You got to get deeper and deeper and deeper. Although I said this yid was telling the guy practically speaking how it is for many people. Period. Two dots. Back into the Mishnah. The Mishnah said Tayolim b'chol yain. The chi of aina on Tayolim, which we translated as students 
Okay? Is Bechol Yom. They have a Chiyavayna every night to be with their wives. Okay? My Tayalim. What is Tayalim? What, explain who's in this category. Says the Gemara, um, Amarava, B'nai Pirkei. Okay? B'nai Pirkei are... Uh, not yet. B'nai Pirkei are those who learn tired. We're going to see Cheder teachers in a minute. B'nai Pirkei, the people who they themselves are the sons of Prakim. Okay, they go and study Tyre. Okay, yeah. It's interesting. No, we're going to get, there. yeah, true. We're going to have different opinions on this. The go art, ahead. The art scroll, he writes over here, I don't know if you can bring it right from the yeah. art scroll, but he doesn't touch it as based on their avoda. He says because they're home every night, so they have the opportunity. In other words, because they're home every night, they have the opportunity? Yeah, but not okay. Not because of their, their umness of sitting and learning. So we're going to see, it's, a com- it's going to be a combination of exertion and, and availability. availability. It's going to be all about exertion and availability. So we're right, right, right now explaining B'nai Pirkei are people who go to learn, but because of that, they, they don't have any daigas. They don't, they don't have any real daigas. Amr Abai, Abai says to Rava, Man dechsiv behu. These people who you say, B'nai Pirki, it says about them, Shav lachem mashkimei kum me'acharei sheves, oichlei lachem atzovim. They wake up early, they stay up late, they eat bread with atzovim, atzvus, is like depression, sadness. Kein yitain liyadidai sheina. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives liyadidai to those who he loves, sheina sleep. What does that mean? Ready for this? This is referring to the wives of people who sit and learn Torah. They stay up late and they lose sleep from their eyes in this world. You know why? Because their husbands are coming home late from yeshiva. They're coming home 10, 11 p.m. from night seder. And their wives, they want to go to sleep 8 o'clock once every... You know, they, 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 but, but they stay up late in order, in order to, to be with their husbands, to spend time together. And they're going to come together into Chaye Olam Haba. You're not going to sleep now, you'll sleep later. And you're you're telling me these same people who are exhausted, in that the Pesach says are exhausted in this world, these B'nai Kailal, these B'nai Taira, these Rabbeim, they come home worn out at the end of the day from Yeshiva, and their wives are waiting up. You're going to tell me they have the strength to have Aina every night, like there's nothing going on? So Abaye argues on Rava, and Abaye says like this, El Amar Abaye, rather Abaye says, no, you know what Tayolin are, get ready for this, Kidarav, the Amar Rav, Kigoyin Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas, and this is going to get into what Rav Menachem said, Shmuel Bar Shilas, the Ochal Midide, he was a, a school teacher, so he earned a Parnasa, he didn't have to come on to anybody, Vishasi Midide, he drank his own stuff, Vegani, uh, uh, and he was protected. Betula da apadne, of uh, you know he was he was uh, protected in his own house. He had his own little house. He had a house, a little zach, little you know those you, you ever uh, a man cave or for his wife also for everybody you know. But you, you ever drive past these these guys in some random place, whatever some, and they're just sitting out there and like, how do you have time to just sit on your porch for four hours? Like, like I'll see him every day. right, every single day. Like seriously, Look every day, mom is sitting out on the front porch, just like, just staring. Like, cool, okay. 
So Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas, though, he was a, he was a, 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 a Rebbe. So he had a shtikl parnasa. Poshit, he kept things simple. And the IRS never came to his door. They left him alone. The, the government left him alone. He was like, you know, he was in the lowest tax bracket. He did his thing. He's a push at the zach. Nobody ever bothered him. So that's Tayolim. A person who lives that type of life under the radar, no dike. He's, he's not living a fast pace, you know, ambitious to do the next thing and being worn out with anxiety. That person should be with his wife every night. He also wrote an Omar, he says, no, 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 let me tell you who else is mukhayev to be with their wives every night. People who are afanke. So afanke, Rashi says, is from expression of uh, mafunak. Yeah, people are mafunak, which interestingly, Rashi says, they're, they're, they're very careful to take care of their well-being. They eat well, Rashi says, they eat well, they sleep well, they work out, they do the thing. They, 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 they have a lot of self-care, as they say in today's day and age. Yeah, a lot of self-care. So yeah, a lot of, you have time for self-care? All right, so make sure, make sure uh, uh, you have a mitzvah of every night. Again, just keep in mind, take a step back of this. The mitzvah, as we're going to see ultimately, is it has to make sense for you and your family, the chi of and it's going to be according to abilities and availability. Rabbi Vo was in a bathhouse. Now apparently he was... Ah, fest a strong yid, Rebbe Vo. Rebbe Vo had two servants that were helping him in a bathhouse. Ipachas Bey, it opened up under the bathhouse, Mitusay underneath him. The floor collapsed. Israme lay amuda, and there was an amud, there was a pillar there that he had to catch, solik ve'eskinu. So what he did was, is he held onto the pillar with one hand, he caught his two helpers with the other hand, and he pulled himself back up. Okay. Rabbi Yechanan, who we also know was uh, a very large fellow, he was walking up the steps. Ravami and Ravasi, he was leaning on them. And the, the steps broke underneath him. So he, he fell down, but he grabbed himself and he grabbed them because he was leaning on them. Okay? So listen to this. Amile Rabbanan, the Rabbanan said to Rabbi Yechanan, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Rabbi Yechanan, you're strong. <laughs> you have two guys supporting you, and then when push comes to shove, you catch them. Yeah, and you start you start schlepping them back up the staircase. <laughs> Why were they helping you before? You know why people supporting me? Because a yid needs to pace himself in life. And sometimes in your younger years, you work a little too hard. And you work a little too hard, your body begins to crumble earlier than it needed to. So he says, I know how to pace myself. And therefore, you know, I have people here who could help me, I'm going to take that help right now. Rav Shalom Shradron, when he says when he was six years old, he was, um, he was walking outside in the evening, and he saw a, uh, an, an Altayid, a, a, a shoemaker. An Altayid was a shoemaker. And... Um, the, the Yid sees him, this old Jew sees him, and he says, the six-year-old Sholem Shadron, he says, Sholemke, when I was young, I gave up my health to make money. And now that I'm older, I'll give up all my money just for my health. You have to learn. You have to learn. You have to learn. You have to learn. Rabbi Yechanan, there's a reason why the Gemara is telling us this story. Right? Yes, youth is given to the young, but 
the, the, the Gemara is teaching us this is practical, Chavra. We know this. We know this. This, this, this is what we got to do. Rabbi Echelen says, what am I going to have for my old age? Yeah? And by the way, spiritually, we need to look at these words too. We need to look at these words too. Yeah? What am I going to have for my old age if I don't take care of myself when I'm young? All right. Next piece of Mishnah. What else do we learn? Hired workers have a mitzvah of Aina twice a week. But we learned in Ebrisa, hired workers are once a week. It depends. If you work in your city, you got to be home twice a week. You have enough strength to be with your wife twice a week. If, it's, uh, if you're out of your cities, then, you, then it's uh, once a week. Okay, so that's how many times a, a hired worker, a guy who's a business, he got, he's still mechayiv to be with his wife. He has a chayiv ayna. A laborer, a hired worker, has a chayiv ayna to be with his wife twice a week. When is this true? When they're working in town. Then there's a chayiv once a week. Okay. Hachamorim achas b'shabes. The chamorim, donkey drivers, who make trips, but not long trips. So they, they're mechuyiv to be with their wives once a week. Now, I want to pause, and the Gemara is now going to shift really full throttle back into the Mishnah. So I want to remind ourselves what we learned yesterday in the Mishnah. Remember, we had a mechuyikas or beis shamay and beis hilo. About a hubzind who says to uh, his rebbezin, you know, uh, I'm forbidding relations. So we had a whole thing, uh, one week, two weeks, right? What if, if, if it was forbidding relations longer than one week, you got to get divorced. If it's forbidding longer than two weeks, you got to get divorced. Now let's bring this whole conversation, says the Gemara, back into our Mishnah. We just gave numerous examples of people that were more than once a week or less than once every two weeks, Right? Like, so what do you, so we, the Gemara is not going to say, so what's the case of our Mishnah? Let's clarify. What is the Metzius of our Mishnah? Here we go. And this is in a, in a, a statement of Tamiya, of astonishment. He says, are you telling me that the Machlekas Bisham Bisham, the whole thing of the Mishnah is dealing with a tayol, however you're going to translate it as the yeshiva bachar, the rebbe, the, the retired guy, whatever, the, the mephonic, right? And, uh, and a laborer, they're the ones who the whole mission is talking about, and nobody else, because example, a sailor was allowed to be gone for six months. So he doesn't apply to the mission. You tell me that whole Mishnah is for a couple occupations. Amar le'iloi, Abai says back, no, that's not true. Top of Omer Beis, Akulu. It's referring to everybody. You hear this? It's frank to everybody. If a husband makes a vow that they're not, he's not allowed to be with his wife longer than a week or two weeks, depending on you got to get divorced. That applies to every occupation. Says the Gemara, how's that possible? We said a sailor's got six months. Says the Gemara, beautiful. A wife of a sailor can handle her husband being away for six months as long as she knows that there is an availability. There is a possibility that maybe he'll come home earlier. Maybe he'll show up a little sooner. But once the husband says, you know what? For the next two weeks, garnished, the wife says, I'm out of here. I, what do you mean? You just waited six months. I know. But six months 
when we were permitted to act like a husband and wife is easier than a week or two with you forbidding me, uh, with, with you forbidding us on each other. Bread in the basket. Referring to if two people are fasting and one guy's holding a loaf of bread, his fast is going to be much easier than the guy who's got nothing. I know I could break my fast at any moment. So I could, it's much easier to go another minute. What happens if a guy who starts out as a, as, a, as a donkey driver? That's what he does for a living. He wants to change occupations. And he wants to start driving camels, which go across the desert. It's much longer. Okay? Is he allowed to do this? Now, or does he have to get his wife's rishus? A woman prefers a kav v'tiflus, right? Which means a, uh, 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 an, an amount with her husband than asara kavin u'precious. And here's how it works. A man prefers wealth over his relationship. A wife prefers relationship over money. Is, is this talking about, I've been meaning to ask you, the relationships between men and women in the times of the Gemara versus today? It certainly because has a... It's, a... it's totally different from a psychological perspective. Well, as we're going to see, as we're going to see, as we're going to see, it's not necessarily the times of Gemara times till now, but it will depend on the on their relation. It will depend on him and her. Because, because at the end of today's daf, more business relationship for sure. than today's for sure. day, an emotional relationship. For sure. Ra- Rabbi Ravinsky is pointing out that we, we have to take note as well that, and, and we mentioned this a couple weeks ago, back in the times of Gomorrah and Mishnah, a lot of marriages were transactions. The wife brought... Your, uh, your voice is not seen. You must not be the there he goes. All right, Hasafanim, here we go. Hasafanim Achasishikadoshim. A sailor a sailor is every six months. David Rebelez bin Rebeliazer, Amravuna, Amarav, Bruno Amarav, Bruno says Amarav, Allah Rebeliazer. The Allahs like Rebbe Eliezer, who says you have up to 30 days. A student of Torah is allowed to be away from his home two or three years, even if his wife is unhappy about it. Yeah, the Rabbonon really rely on Rav Adabar Ava. Who says, according to Chachamim, you're allowed to be away for two, three years, but they, um, the the bottom line, what they do is, practically speaking, they do whatever was most sensible for their own personal lives. Okay. What does this mean? What does this mean? We're now going to give a, a, uh, very sad story, okay, of somebody who was away and his wife was upset about it and it cost him his life. Here we go. There was a story where Rav Rechumei, 
He was commonly found in front of Rava b'Mechuzah, in the city of Mechuzah. Have a rogil. He had a habit. He would come home. Every Yom Kippur. He'd show up every Yom Kippur back home. Yumachad, one Erev Yom Kippur, Mishachte Shmaitza, he got lost in his learning, having Mishachya Debisu, and his wife was waiting for him. Hashta Osi, Hashta Osi, he's coming now, he's coming now. Layasa, Rev Rechumay did not come. Cholash Daita, she felt bad. Ochis Dima Meena, a single tear came out of her eye. Have Yosef Beigra, and he was sitting and learning Ipachis Igra Metuse, the floor, where he was learning, opened up, gave out the Nach Nafshe, and he died. So you want to you want to be a way to study Torah. You better make sure. You better make sure at your own risk that you're not going to cause any sort of unnecessary pain <coughs> to the Rebetzin. Once a week, Friday night to Friday night. How do you know that? The fruits come in its proper time. This is referring to referring to a person from Friday to Friday. Yehuda the son of the son of have also Yosef sitting in Yeshiva. Those a pillar of fire that would come in front of him. That's how mamish incredible he was. One day he got lost in his learning. Once they didn't see the the, the simon of him coming behind, which was the fire. I said. Kefumi Tosai, turn over his bed. He's got to be dead. We don't need his bed anymore. He must have died. He always shows up. Sha'omala Yehuda Kayim like Bikolai Nasai. Of course he's going to come home to his family. I cannot believe. He, he must be dead. Guess what happened? This is like an unintentional statement that ultimately bore fruit. Really, he was just lost in his limud. Over the Maisa, he died. So you hear this is incredible. You might be doing something to learn Torah. Abba the Maisa says the Gemara, you're playing with fire. You're playing with, you don't show up at the expected time. It's at your own, it's at your own risk. Meantime, the wives didn't have a husband now forever. Oh. Rabbi Ravinsky is asking, it's counterintuitive. In the meantime, she doesn't have anybody forever. Abba the Maisa he had to learn this lesson. He learned it. Yeah. Right. Rabbi Asaklei Rabbi set up a shidduch with Ravchia's house. Kimatul mechtav ksuba came time to write the ksuba. Nachsh nafshei deravisa. Wow. Ravchia's daughter died. Rabbi wanted to make a shidduch with Ravchia's family. Ravchia's daughter died. Amar Rabbi says this is unusual. Chas v'shalom psula ika. It, there's got to be a message from Shemaim. It must be one of our families are not worthy of marrying the other. There's got to be an issue here. Okay? So Yesivu, they sat down together. They were Ma'ayin in their families. Rebbe, Osi Mishvatia ben Avital. It turns out that Rebbe came from Shvatia ben Avital, who was a descendant of David HaMelech. Rebbe came from Shimi, David HaMelech's brother. So they weren't from royalty. 
So it turns out Rebbe realized he's from Malchus Beis David. Rebchia wasn't, and therefore it was a, it wasn't a marriage that was allowed to happen. They shouldn't. Malchus Beis David has to have. They're supposed to be mishadich with certain standards. So what did he do? So he went and he said, "I got a, my son. He still needs to get married." He was a cousin. It wasn't close enough. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like, you know, people say, oh, your name's Telner. You're a Moshe's uh, grandson? I say, no, I'm not a Moshe's grandson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my cousins are a Moshe's right? So, by, uh, by my uncle and aunt Sheva Brachis, by my uncle Moshe to Aunt Sifer, Moshe's daughter. So, my, un- my, my Zaydi Isaac got up at the Sheva Brachis and he said, everybody's talking about what a Choshva Machutin I have. Became a Choshva Machutin. He says, y'all have to realize. There's one way where I'm a lot more chashuv. I'm a lot more chashuv than him. My mechutin is much better than his. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, Ozil, uh, Rebbe went, he went to the house of Rebbe Ben Zimra to find a daughter-in-law. Now, what's the idea over here? So, Rebbe Ben Zimra, they were known to have, to have a yichus as kahanim. They have yichus as kahanim, stay out, they come from uh, the kahuna. Listen to this, mice is incredible. They agreed, this, this chassan, Shemayna Esrei L'chupa. Ready for this? They agreed the chassan and Kala are going to get married, and then he's going to go learn Taira for 12 years before the Nesuan. They're going to have Erison, go steig away till he's 30. Maybe he was Bar Mitzvah. And then, Amei Bar Mitzvah, 12 yeah, years, yeah. and then he'll come to, and then he'll come to uh, Chupa. Ichlefu Kamei. So they brought the Kala to the chassan. They should meet for the Erison. Omar Luhu, so the chassan says, I don't know if I want to wait 12 years. Now have a shishnin. Let it, uh, I'll, I'll go in for six years. Okay? Ichlefu kamei. So Rabbi Yaisi ben Zimra's family is no slouch. They realize what's going on here. He liked his wife. He liked his kala. Yeah? So, so they brought her again to say goodbye, whatever it was. Omar Luhu, uh, so Omar Luhu said, Ichnes v'hadar ezel. You know, I, I think we should get married now, and then I'll go learn. <coughs> Marry now, first do soon, and then I'll go there. Have a commixif meavua, and he got embarrassed in front of Rebbe, his father. Right? He's a, you know, his father knew that he uh, he was attracted to this girl. So Omar Lay listens to what Rebbe tells his son. Rebbe says, "You should know, Bini, my son, das kainach yeshba." You're thinking like the Rebbeinu Shleilim. Givalt, chevra, givalt. Meikarok sev tiviemusi deimai. Originally, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Wanted to wait for the Nesuin until we go into Eretz Yisrael. See, Har Sinai was the Erisim. He was going to wait to bring his Shechina for the Nesuin. But then, Baruch brought his Shechina right in the Midbar. Mamish right into the Mishkan immediately. He says, don't worry. You're doing Mamish like, uh, mamish like the Rabban Shalom. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Ozil Yosef Tati Shnei Bevei Rav. So he went and he learned for 12 years in Rav's Yeshiva. He came back and his wife was too old to have children. That's what I was wondering. She was in Akara. Yeah? She, she got older. She wasn't able to have kids. So now they had a problem. He went to learn Torah. And because of that, he's not going to have kids. So Amar Rebbe says, Hey, what, 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 what should we do? Should he divorce her? He needs to have children. So he can do divorce her. They're going to say, Nebuch. This poor woman, her husband went to learn Torah and she lost out. Ninsev, Itzachriti, should he marry another woman? 
that's not fair to his wife either. People are going to say, The second wife is his real wife, and the first wife is the Nebuch. She's the, you know, she's the, she's the designer here, right? She's, the, she's not there to have kids, right? So, it's a no-win situation, says Rebbe. So what do you do? What do you do? There's no atheist in the foxhole. Boyale Rachmei. And she had a refuah, she was healed, she was able to have children. Aye, the kasha is, where do you got to go through all this new daven right away? You see from here also, davening, when you daven in a way where there's no other option, is a different davening when you think you have other options. When Klai Yisrael came to the Midbar, what do we say? We said, Tofsu umnes They had nowhere to go, they grabbed onto the umnes of their forefathers. What do you mean the guy going to their forefathers? Frector of Pam. Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov, they daven, they weren't in trouble. Klai Yisrael comes to the Midbar, there's the water, there's the Mitzrim, there's Sari Shalasev, everybody's jumping over the place, they have nowhere to go. Now you daven. Oh, that's like Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov, Ever of Pam. Yeah. You know why? Because Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov, you know when they daven? They knew. Ainoid Movadai, always. When we got to the Amsa, it was the first time we reached the Madriga that they were always on. There's no other option besides for their Bani Shlom. That's Tafsu Umna Savaisa. That's the that's that that's a Tvila. That's a Tvila. Yeah. All right. Viter in Gemara. Here we go. We got a, a few a few Maiselach here to go ahead and uh, end off the Daf. The last one is going to be Rabbi Akiva. We'll start it and then we'll restart the story Basham tomorrow. Here we go. Rabbi Ben Chachinai have a cause of Rabbi Chachinai Ben Chachinai went to learn Yeshiva Bishali Hilula Debe Rishim Erechoi. Um, at the end of the Chasna of Shemir Echai, Omer Lei, Shemir Echai said to me, Yavadli Adasi Badach, wait for me, I want to come back to Yeshiva you. But he didn't wait for him. Also, Yosef Trey, sorry, Shnei Bevei Ravs. He went and learned for 12 years in Yeshiva. Adasi came back. Eshtanu Shvila Demasa, the whole, the, the, literally it means the paths of the city had changed. Yeah, he didn't know like where to go. He didn't know his way around. Did not get home. Also, Yosef Agudu Dinaris, he went to, down to the lake, he went down to the river. Shamali Hiravisa Davikari Lehi, he heard people calling out to a woman, bas, uh, to, to a girl, Bas Chachinoi, Bas Chachinoi, Mali Kultech Veton Ezel, hey, Chachinoi's uh, daughter, uh, come fill up our, our water jug. Omar, he said, no, he was Chananya ben Chachinoi. So he said, Shmami Noah, hi Ravisa Didan, this girl must be from my family. Yeah? She must be a, a, a relative of ours. Um, also, Basra, he followed, you know, he went after Have you seen the business of the Nola Kimcha? And uh, his wife was there and she was preparing flour. Dol Eino And she picked up her eyes and saw him. Save Liba Parach And she had a heart attack. She couldn't handle it and she died. Omar the fun of Ania A woman like this, so poor. That's her reward. So he daven for her? And she came back to life. He went for 12 years in Yeshiva. He also, he came, he said, huh, I ain't doing what happened with I'm not relying on miracles. You know what he did? He's got to break the news slowly. He went to learn Yeshiva. He sent to his house. And came to learn in Yeshiva with him. Now he didn't know it was his son. Didn't recognize him. It's twelve years later. Have a kamashule shmeitzer. This kid's asking him shaylus. Chaza the kamishchali shmeitzer. He sees that this sharp, sharp. This kid's sharp. Cholash daite. He felt bad. Omar. He said. 
if I would have, you know, if, if, if I would have been here to teach my kid Torah, I, I could have had kids who know their beans. He didn't know it's his own kid. Finally, he gets home after he sent the message. All Bray, and this kid walks into the house. Come, come, he stood up. He thought this kid's coming to ask another Shailan Halacha. His wife says to him, Whoever heard of a father standing up in front of his son? Whoever heard of such a thing? Okay. Karyalei Rabbi Chomas. Rabbi Chomas said about this: Hachut Hamishulosh Loi Beheri Yinatik. The the a cord three times three is is not easily cut. Zerab Aishia Benaisha Rochama Bar Bisa. Beautiful. Okay. Here we go. Last Maisa. We're going to pick up from here tomorrow, Mitzvah But let's start the story to finish off the daf. Rabbi Akiva. And we'll talk a lot about Rabbi Akiva Mitzvah as well. Rabbi Akiva Raya de Ben Kabbal Savua Havi Rakiva was the shepherd of Kabbal Savua. Uh, tomorrow it's a shorter daf. We'll be able to dwell really gavaldik on this. Chazisi Barti Male, the daughter Rachel, as we know, saw Rabbi Akiva that he was a tsunua. He had a lot going for him in his midas. Amrle she said, "I marry you. Will you promise to go off to learn yeshiva? You could be a mensch, but there's a mensch. There's a new derech after Tyra. She wants the best." Amrle in says, "Yeah, I'll go to yeshiva." They married in secret and she sent them away. Shamavu, her father heard that they're married. Afkami Bese kicked her out of the house. And he said, Don't you? And not only out of my house, you're never gaining anything from my property. Also, Yosef went to learn for 12 years in Yeshiva. He came back. He came back with 12,000 students. And he heard an old person. The Ka'amar La, who was talking to the wife, who said, Ad Kama, how long, Ka Midaberes Almanus, are you going to remain a widow, Chaim, while you're alive? What's your problem, lady? Your husband's going for 12 years off to Yeshiva, and, and uh, you're, you're, you're a living widow. Amar Le, she said to him, If you leave it up to me, Yosef Tresre Shnei Achrin, I'll send him back for 12 more years. Rabbi Kiva overheard this. Amar, he said, my wife's now giving me permission. And we'll see tomorrow, Hashem, we'll restart the story, we'll learn tomorrow what he did. So Have a you, wonderful, why, wonderful evening. Huh? Oh. So what's the answer? Down. No, what's the Teretz? Because 12 years with a break and 12 mm. years is not the same as 12